Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. We want to take a minute and give credit to one of our sponsors of the show, Her Two Beauty Bar. They specialize in all-natural skincare, all-natural ingredients, which includes sensual body butters, cleansing soap milk, exfoliating sugar scrubs, facial aloe skin products, and argan hair care. Go to MySkinCareNatural.com to shop for your natural skincare needs. Now, back to the show. Hey. Hey, Keisha, Keisha, what's going on? Pretty good, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just still in isolation like everybody else. What about you? How you doing in in your own um quarantine, your personal quarantine? Look, I'm an introvert, so this is a this, this is, is perfect for you. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a homebody too, you know, so I mean, I pop out just to go to gr- grab food and come back in and I'm okay with being at home as long yes. as I got YouTube and working on other stuff online, I'm good. So same here. As um, long as my internet is working and I can do some streaming, I'm good. Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah. So we want everybody out there to be safe. Hopefully Katina and Carrie will pop on. I did um alert them to join the podcast and so we can get this whole recap of um, March 23rd through the 27th going of both the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful um, mm-hmm. for all of those out there please continue to apply social uh, distancing and you know if you must go out be safe remember to wash your hands this, you know again the social distancing um, I noticed at some of the stores um, they are having, um, I think I was at Walmart and they are having the handles clean regularly. They're having people clean the buggy handles. They have sanitizer, they have wipes. So they're doing their part in the stores as well. So you guys do your part as well and only go if necessary. Um, my heart goes out to those that are dealing with the virus. I have a couple of high school classmates that's dealing with it right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're getting through it. They're fighting. So for anybody else out there who have family members, friends, coworkers, whatever, you know, send them some love, even though you can't be around them in their personal space, you know, just send them a virtual hug or something to make sure that you support them as they're going through this terrible time right now. Um, other than that, what do you have? Did you have anything you wanted to shout out or talk about in regards to that? No, I'm just uh, the same thing. Just practice what they've been talking about, the social distancing and take it serious. Cause I know a lot of people still aren't. Right. Um, so I just hope everybody starts to take this serious eventually. So then we can come off of these lockdowns that we've had to go on because people were not doing that in the beginning when they told exactly. Them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You, we, we want to get this over. We don't want to have our summer 
especially for some of us that live in the northern part of the country where we look forward to warm yes. weather. <laughs> Yep. I know here in Illinois and you too probably in Ohio, you look forward to your summer. So we want to make sure that we can get this out the way before May, June, and July come along. So um, guys, you know, be mindful, even though you might be asymptomatic or you have mild symptoms, be mindful of the people that you can pass it to. And I know we've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks. So, and I don't want to, you know, overwhelm you as much as media and social media is doing, but I just wanted to put that out there. So, yeah. So we do have some news with regards to the young and the restless. Um, they are still, of course, with everything going on, they are not taping right now. Okay. We probably won't see, um, probably they might play reruns or something at the point where the taping stop, which looks like might be the end of April. You know, so just be mindful. We'll okay. still get the newer episodes because they tape eight weeks, six to eight weeks in advance, I think. So um, when they originally stopped taping a week ago, I think that would put us some which would have been probably like March. the What is that? The 16th. Um, then we probably won't see that effect until the end of April going into May. So just be mindful of that. We got some great news. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Hendrickson, AKA Chloe Fisher has had a baby. She had a baby girl over the uh, past couple of days amidst all of this stuff. I was wondering, cause she was due this month. I do know that much. But now with the pandemic going on, everybody was wondering how that, you know, you know, was how she going to deliver in the hospital and things like that. But everything is fine. Mom and baby is fine. And she's uh, the baby is Josephine James. That's the new baby who was born yesterday mm-hmm. at 922 in the morning. So congratulations to Elizabeth Hendrickson on her. I like new, that name. What, Josephine? That, yeah, Josephine James. I think that's pretty. Yeah, that is pretty. That is pretty. And she was six pounds, 11 ounces. So she looked like a healthy 20 inches long. Yeah, she, they're going to be fine. So um, she'll probably take out. Well, you know what? Actually, with them not taping and her having the baby, it kind of worked hand in hand. So, you know, sometimes when um, people, or the women that go off screen, to have their babies like uh, Steffi, a.k.a. Jacqueline McKenna's Woods did last year. You don't see them for mm-hmm. a while. So it kind of worked hand in hand with them not taping and her having a baby at this time. So it kind of worked out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's jump in. Um, unless you have something else, Keisha. No? I don't. Okay. You good? All right. I just want to make sure. So we're starting with the Young and the Restless. We're looking at Monday. Um, March twenty mm-hmm. third episode. This is where Chelsea and Adam set up Alyssa and kind of baited her into starting an investigation in regards to their father's deaths. We also saw um, Amanda and Phyllis, you know, talk about their personal lives over cocktails. Adam started looking into Victor's past. And Victoria mm-hmm. was being questioned heavily by, you know, Nikki and, of course, Chelsea was questioned by Nick at the society. So let's kind of 
break this up. What do you think about how they, you know, Chelsea, well, first of all, Alyssa went to speak to Adam, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, Adam kind of got her in the mindset of, wait a minute, this is what you call me here? You're trying to say that my father committed murder? I'm out of here. So then she ended up at society where running into Chelsea and I thought that and I don't know if you thought this too, Keisha, but I actually thought before it came out, I thought that Chelsea just slipped up and it was like, oh, my God, she let the cat out of the bag. But this was all a setup. What do you think about how this was set up? I'm with you. I thought it was also uh, just a slip up of Chelsea. I didn't see that that was a setup, but um, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know. I mean, are we surprised it's Adam being Adam? Being doing things a sneaky way, um, but what I found funny about this was Chelsea tried to get self righteous with Nick, um, saying mm-hmm. uh, what she said about Adam just wants peace and how come Nick can't just trust that and um, how can they just give him a chance? And then later on, you see that Chelsea and Nick or or Chelsea and Adam are playing games, not mm-hmm. playing games, but they're trying to they're trying to dig up dirt on Victor. Mm-hmm. So for her to for her to give that little self-righteous lecture to Nick when in all actuality you guys are trying to dig up dirt on Victor and you're not trying to keep the peace. You're trying to find something to to bring him down. It was just that was just ironic to me. Yeah. And yeah. It was, I, it was annoying. Is that what you yeah. said? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because she, well, she does this thing where she tries to, it's like she doesn't understand why nobody wants to give Adam a, a fair shot or give him a chance. But then you see why. Because you you see what Adam is doing right now. That's why. <laughs> because they're so used to Adam, you know, being backstabbing and playing games and trying to set people up. And not saying that they haven't done that to him because they have, but it's like, come on, Chelsea, let's be real here. But you know what? Every action that Adam does is a reaction to what either Nick or his father does. Because if you think about it, every time Adam does something, it's because they poked him first. So Mm -hmm. this is what Adam is doing right now is a reaction to what Victor did in regards to getting that seat to Nick. Because honestly, in all honest, uh, you know, and being honestly, you know, clear or transparent here the thing is is that Nick didn't want that position he didn't he mm-hmm. wanted so far away from Newman I mean it was I don't want anything to do with it he even said that the moment and this is how this is why I'm not a big fan of and I know everybody Eric Braden does an excellent job at being Victor Newman mm-hmm. but the character himself I'm not a fan of because he and he wonders why his kids do what they do because all the psychological damage that Victor causes. He 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 actually triangulated both Adam and um, Nick against each other because, like I just mm-hmm. said, a week before Nick took the job, he had just told Victor, "I don't want to go back to Newman. I'm not doing. Don't even ask." The moment. Mm-hmm that Victor dropped that nugget, okay, well, I'm going to go and maybe think about Adam. 
that was the trigger point for Nick. Like, oh, no, he can't get nothing. I don't want him to have nothing, even if that means that I got to go against my own thoughts to keep him out. Right. You know, and so here's here's, um, Adam. Like, oh, really, Pops? You originally brought me back to town a year ago trying to throw me Newman. And now you don't want me to... So when every time Adam does something, it's a reaction to something that they have done. I mean, even this whole thing, and, you know, without going all the way back through this past year history, but even this whole thing about him switching up the medication, which I do not agree with, but... Yeah. He thought that Victor tried to kill him. <laughs> you know, yeah. he thought Billy was Victor trying to run him over. So I, I just yeah. think that, you know, I mean, and we'll talk about this a little bit in the second half of this call with regards to Quinn. You know, there's a, a plethora of <laughs> comments about that. But, you know, sometimes you wonder, you get mad when somebody clap back at you, but you, you clap them first. So, yeah. You know, that's the thing with Adam. And, um, yeah, like you said, Chelsea knew exactly what the plan was. And to kind of tell Nick, you know, hey, Adam just want peace. Well, maybe he do, but right now he's working up on something. Okay? So, I totally agree with what you, you know, what you were saying, too. So, what do you think about this whole thing with Amanda and Phyllis? Do you think that, and I've seen some comments in the group. Mm-hmm. With regards to, because before Hillary went off screen, Hillary and Phyllis were very good friends. So yeah. do you think that Phyllis is kind of trying to rekindle this friendship with Amanda because she kind of still see Hillary in front of her? I think so. I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, she doesn't have very many friends. So I I can see why she would be attracted to wanting to be Amanda's friend because um, she looked like her former friend. She also is kind of um, she can be as as tough as Hillary was. Maybe not mm-hmm. so much. Uh, Hillary could have she she was kind of a a bitch sometimes. I don't see Amanda that way, but I see mm-hmm. Amanda as um, a very she can be a tough person. She's good at her mm-hmm. job, mm-hmm. so I'm sure that probably attracted um, Phyllis's friendship because of those things. Yeah, and look like, do you think they're trying to get away from the whole Amanda and Billy thing right now while we're talking about Amanda? Um, I think they are because I think I, I think I um, said it last week. I think what they're going to end up doing is Billy and um, Lily end up together, but I think that it's going to circle back around to Amanda and Billy at some point where I think it's going to call, end up causing issues between it'll rekindle the um, I guess maybe not rekindle but you know how um, Hillary and Lily couldn't stand each other so maybe this will be the cause of what um, between Amanda and Lily to to kind of rekindle that old type of rivalry she had with Hillary before Okay. so maybe Billy will become, will be the thing that comes between those two, not comes between them, but makes those two, um, I guess, enemies of some sort. Okay. Because I think Billy's going to end up, because I think him, in my opinion, I think him and Amanda had chemistry. So, I don't so think you think Billy to... and Amanda had chemistry? I think they did. Okay. 
And I feel and like I was saying last week, I felt like I feel like the writers did too much build up of that um the tension between them to just have it burn out for, you know, really no apparent reason other than they just put them with two other people. So I think maybe now it'll die down, but I think it's gonna circle back around to those two and it's gonna cause issues between um Amanda and Lily and maybe Nate and Billy. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. I mean, like I, and I've said on the opposite side of that whole thing is that I didn't see me myself. I didn't see the chemistry between Amanda and Billy. I I wasn't getting the spark. Like I would get. Yeah. I I mean, but that's just me, you know? I mean, you had people out there that were saying, yeah, you know, Amanda and Billy would be good together. And then you had some folks that was like, eh, no. Mm-mm. So, I, I mean, think, it, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think maybe with me, it's just, I like to see them um, switch the couples up. Okay. And this this would be something brand new for Billy. It wouldn't be him going back to Phyllis or um, trying to get something going with Sharon like they had in the past before or begging Victoria to take them back it's like a brand new person with no history so I I guess that's maybe that's why I felt like it was a a good match and why I thought maybe they had some chemistry because I just like seeing him with somebody different okay well I mean if if it was you know me writing the Billy character I kind of want him to get his life together he don't need to be with anybody right now you know, yeah. I mean, take care of your kids, kind of like what I was saying with Liam, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> but, um, you know, with Billy, get your life back on track. You know, you running this new media division with Chancellor. You know, you, you're still a good father to Katie and to Johnny. Just do that right now before jumping in trying to get with Amanda or jumping in trying to if they're going to go this route with Lily or trying to get back with Victoria just kind of let him get his life back on track you know learn who he really truly is go back and get some if he you know feels that he needs to go back and get some counseling whatever it is you know I kind of think that that's what they need to do with that character and I'm glad that they're actually redirecting the character with him running the Chancellor Isle division it's mm-hmm. away from Jabot. it's nowhere of course near newman and it's something fresh and new so i'm kind of glad that they're going that route with him yep yes i do agree with the, especially the the business aspect of it i like that they're giving him a, a totally new division and not putting him back in the same um business circle as him being with Jabot or Mm-hmm. doing something at Newman, which we all know Victor probably wouldn't have appreciated that anyway. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So, did you have anything else for Monday? or um, No, not really. Okay. There's not really much that happened Monday. So, the- yeah. So, as we go into Tuesday, um, look like Mariah was prepared to face life without Tessa. And Summer and Kyle was kind of imagining their future. Um, Looked like Ray had to come to the rescue for Sharon. And then Theo started plotting with this co-worker who Kyle was giving a hard time. So 
Let's talk about Mariah and Tessa right now. So I found this so interesting. And Keisha, I want to know. What, I definitely want to know what your thoughts are. <laughs> but remember when, and I think this was last week, when Mariah said that she got this job in Chicago. And she was like, nope, it's not a good time to leave you right now. I'm not going. I'm staying with you. Okay? Yeah. But then... This week, when Tessa and they cried it out, they kind of spa- had a sparring event verbally about everything, and boom, they're back together. Well, in right. the process of getting back together, now Tessa's like, why don't you come on the road with me? Now, we're not talking just to Chicago. They're going around the globe. All right. Did you find it interesting that even though she was hesitant on leaving and trying to check in with Sharon. And then, you know, Sharon did decide to say, you know what, live your life. It was just interesting that it was a no-go for her to go to Chicago, but it's okay for you to fly around the world. Which And right. both, even in both scenarios, Sharon told her, yeah, do you, okay? But you wasn't going to go to Chicago, but you are going to go and travel around the world. Do you see anything kind of different about that? Um, Definitely. I mean, she basically turned down a job opportunity, Mm -hmm. which I think it had more to do with... I don't know if that had more to do with her mom or if it had to do with she just felt like she wanted to be in one steady place while she tried to figure out what she was going to do about her relationship with Tessa. Okay. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, okay, you were willing to turn down this job opportunity because you wanted to be with your mom, so you say. Mm-hmm. But the minute your girlfriend, your ex-girlfriend, asked you to go on tour with her, your immediate reaction was to, of course, I would love to do that, but let me make sure it's okay with my mom first. Right. So right. you're putting your, it's like she basically put Tessa's needs ahead of hers and what she feels like her mom needs. But you know what? She's also quieting her own insecurities too. Because. Of, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, y- you got to know that if you're going to be in a relationship, and I mean, now we're kind of talking about not only in soap opera world, but in real life. If you have a relationship with somebody who's a musician, who's an actor, there are going to be times where they're not going to be around and you got to be okay with that if you're going to be in a relationship with them. You cannot. And some, hey, there are some people, and I'm not knocking that either, because you got to do what works for you at the end of the day, okay? Right. Because there are couples who do travel and their families around the country as they go on the road. So it does happen, okay? Right. But in just go back to the soap opera world with Tessa, I mean, with Mariah, you're going to be her groupie while you travel around. Because that's that's her title. Remember, she sounds so pathetic when she said that. <laughs> she said, I'm going to be your groupie and follow you around the world as you tour. And I'm like, are you kidding me? What are you going to do for money? I mean, granted, they're probably they're making money from you know, the shows and stuff like that. But that's Tessa and Tanner's money. Okay. What are you doing? You turn down a job, but you're going to, okay. I just thought that was kind of crazy 
to go that direction. But at the same time, it allows Mariah to keep up with Tessa too. Exactly. That's exact. That was actually what what I one of the um, posts I made in one of the groups was that whole thing about them going on tour together was nothing more than both of their insecurities and them trying to keep up with each other these first few months of them being back together. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it is. They're and both, uh-huh, go ahead. I was just going to say they're both um, extremely insecure about their relationship. You would call that basically a codependent relationship. They are so codependent on each other. And mm-hmm. the thing is, for their emotional security, you need to be secure within yourself. Okay. Right. To say, you know what? I'm going to trust you because I got to, I got to keep an eye out on my mom. Then you got your little sister there that you leaving behind to do this. I mean, granted she got Ray. Okay. But when Ray is at the police station or whatever, Noah is back in Europe. The only other person there is faith. So you're going to leave to go run around the, the world as a groupie with, for Tessa and they try to see if, you know, Tanner walking around with his shirt off is not going to impact them versus saying, you know what, I need to stay back and watch out for my little sister. And, you know, Sharon's surgery is coming up soon. You need to be there for that, too. And not saying I don't know what the next episodes or the spoilers are going to say about that. She might come back for the surgery. I know, I think Noah is, if I don't, without spoiling it, but um, you know, I just found that that was kind of crazy how they wrote that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I, Mariah just seems completely like wrapped up in her relationship. Like everything she does is just for her relationship. And I don't, I don't know, like there's a difference between like really like loving somebody and mm-hmm doing what you can to make your relationships work and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like she just lets it take over her life. That's how yeah. I feel this this relationship with her and Tessa has gone because there's just been there's been way too many um uh just too much deceiving that has gone on between them. Mm-hmm. There's been too much in my <clears throat> opinion compromise like especially with what has gone on between them this last time with uh, Mariah cheating on her because she thought Tessa cheated on her. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, at what point is it, is is the line drawn to where it's like, okay, we just need to move on because we're doing too much of hurting each other. And obviously, you know, with what they're, because of course they're looking at the fact of, I guess, making the Mariah character lesbian and you know that's you know that's their choice um even with them having what was the girl that was working behind the bar uh, what was her was name a, um, i keep wanting to say Alyssa, but that's the new girl right i forgot her name but even if they kind of shuck that up a little bit just say because i was reading in the groups and a lot of people actually thought that they were going to redirect the two characters, that they were going to actually have Tessa end up with Tanner and the girl behind the bar end up with Mariah. Even if they Mm -hmm. went that way, that would have kind of shake it up a little bit and kind of gave the two characters direction. And that would have been fine. You know what I mean? That's what I was hoping they were going to do. Yeah, I mean, 
to because why did you go through a week of groveling and angst and all of this just to put them back together you know what i mean they went i mean she humiliated herself on on stage and you know she had a relationship with the i I don't know if somebody you know if you put it in the message or 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 a a reply let us know what the lady the girl name is that was working at society behind the bar but even if they kind of, you know, shut that up and you went through a week and a half of groveling and are they going to stay together? And, you know, when it came to soap news, is this the end of Mariah and Tessa only for them to get back together and fly them off across the globe while her mom is at home with cancer? I, I just right. don't get that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you there. It was, to me, it was a bunch of wasted time and energy exactly exactly so on tuesday also you saw this kind of sparring event with um summer and with um with theo and then of course theo got into it with the both of them (laughs) with you know lindsey that's the bartender's name sorry lindsey i had to get it out lindsey Okay, Lindsay. Okay, so we got it. Yeah, Lindsay and they should have put Lindsay and Mariah together and let Tessa kind of move on. But what do you think about this whole dynamic now with Theo and Kyle and Summer? I I just, what's your thoughts? I'll let you start first on that. I am, I'm getting, I'm getting tired of those three going at it with each other. Okay. Well, I guess really the two of them, Kyle and Summer, mm-hmm. team. I don't, I don't want to say teaming up on Theo, but it's like those two against Theo, and it's a little of, it's a little of both. Kyle, you know, gives his little attitude towards Theo because he doesn't like him, and Theo does poke at Kyle. He makes his little snide comments about his relationships and um, his marriage to Lola and now him and summer being together and he does he does say things to poke at him but i'm just i'm tired of it like when are they going to when are they going to move on from those two going at it every time they're in a scene together because i I don't think i've seen a scene with kyle and theo where it's just them doing their job it's always somebody poking at the other or somebody having something smart to say about something the other one has done. Exactly. You know, and I mean, and Summer's, you know, looking down her nose at Theo now. And I was like, wait a minute, just three, four months ago, you were in the bed with him. Right. So, I mean, it it looks hypocritical on their part because basically what it is, Summer got exactly what she wanted after everything you know, and Theo technically was working with Summer on a low level of things to try to undermine, the, you know, the uh, Kyle and Lola's relationship because she knew she wanted to end up with Kyle. Yeah. And, of course, Lola, you know, Theo was hoping to go that direction with her. Summer now has what she started out with, which was to get Kyle so now you want to look down at Theo like you know you need to act better and I'm your boss and you need to get to work and and it's like really yeah that is (laughs) I don't like that either she is like she totally switched her 
switched her switch on Theo and now she because she know she knows Kyle doesn't particularly care for Theo now she's being a jerk to Theo exactly because that's what her boo is doing <laughs> exactly she just basically say okay I'm, I'm gonna switch sides I was on Theo's side because I didn't like Kyle I mean yeah Kyle and Lola together now that Lola's out the way and now I'm the number one girl okay I don't need you Theo so now I'm gonna look down on you that that whole thing is crazy. Yeah, I would prefer to see her um, trying to talk Theo and Kyle into getting along and figuring out some kind of common ground instead of her just being completely on Kyle's side now that her and Kyle are back together. Exactly. It looks hypocritical, you mm-hmm. know? So um, there's this other thing about race saving the day. This was um, also a little bit on Tuesday about coming to the rescue and everything. But let me ask you something. And we didn't get a chance to talk about this briefly last week. And I thought about it after the last podcast episode. You remember when Nick told Ray, I'm going out of town. Mm -hmm. I need you to deal with um, Faith. Mm -hmm. And then don't tell Sharon in the process. Now, of course, as the week went on, Sharon finally found out. Right. Do you think it was his place to discipline? Now, uh, there's some difference of reviews on the group, and it got kind of aggressive. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I mean, I yeah. Yeah. But um, I want to know what your thoughts on. Because, I mean, I kind of felt some kind of way about that. But what's your thoughts, though? I thought think um nick probably should not have put ray in the position of disciplining faith i didn't think that that was fair to ray and i know that he was mm-hmm. trying to um avoid you know having sharon to deal with it because she's dealing with her cancer mm-hmm. but at the same time i think what nick should have done instead of making it ray's responsibility he should have told nikki or um uh, victor Mm-hmm. Oh, Mariah, yeah, yeah, or mm-hmm. or even Summer, her her other big sister. Mm-hmm. He should have brought that to one of them and had them take care of it instead of putting Ray in that position because Ray and Sharon are dating; they're not even married. So exactly. Ray isn't even her stepdad. So exactly, I think he was. I think that was kind of messed up to to put that on him to do. Okay, so you know what? You couldn't have said it more perfectly, and I didn't even think about the extensions of other people that could have got involved, like mm-hmm. you just said. Summer, her big sister. Mariah, mm-hmm. her other big sister. They mm-hmm. could have easily, Nick could have said, hey, I need to talk to the two of you. Faith has been acting up. She's been skipping class. She's been doing blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I need you to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Why would you re- recruit Ray to do this? And Here's what I was coming across in the groups was there was some confrontations about how Nick uh, Ray is not her biological father. Why mm-hmm. are you? And granted, look, before, you know, as we talk on this podcast, I'm only, met, you know, relaying what was seen, what was, you know, the comments. OK, mm-hmm. so. There were quite a few people that was not happy on the way that was constructed and mm-hmm. not even just at the level that you were talking, but I mean, they were taking it so far as why are you leaving your daughter home with this man that you're dating? So obviously it's people that's talking through their past experiences. It mm-hmm. created a level of uncomfort 
in regards to leaving your teenage daughter, you know, to be the disciplinarian, you know, I get it, you know, because people have had personal experiences and sometimes they kind of roll over into the television shows and what you've experienced when you see it on TV, it triggers. Okay. Um, My thoughts on this is kind of lined up with what you were saying, which is, you chose Nick. You chose the wrong person to do this with. This man is not her father. Mm-hmm. Granted, he's helping, mm-hmm. but when it comes to dis- disciplining and you and you and you take her off to society and you tell her sister you need to put her to work and show her this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. and then Sharon had to pull it out of him. Okay, that's the other piece of this. That's still her daughter. Yeah. Even if I would, I wouldn't be too happy. If you know um, that was a situation, because I mean, like I said, I went through breast cancer two years ago. Something going on with my kids, and you were trying to tiptoe around me to not make my situation worse. That's going to make it worse when you tiptoe behind my back, right? Especially something as important as her skipping school and not exactly you know, getting and her the- work done. And the thing is that Sharon has told all of them repeatedly, stop treating me like an invalid. When I mm-hmm. am sick and down and out, I will tell you. Otherwise, yeah. stop treating me, tiptoeing around me like I'm just going to crack like an egg. Yeah. You know, so I'm glad that because Sharon is like, you know, eventually she was like, you know what, something's off. What's going on? What are you not telling me? Right, And then he finally, he tried to make excuses and dance around it until he's like, okay, you know what? Nick told me to do ABC. And she wasn't, she was glad that, you know, somebody tried to do something, but she wasn't too happy about the fact that they tried to keep that from her. Right. And in my opinion, she should, she should be, she should have confronted Nick about that. Like you're her father. Ray isn't her father. So you were wrong to put that to put that type of a um, conversation on his shoulders and have him do, and then use the, well, I don't want to, I don't want to bother sharing with it as a reason for him to do it. And also use the, I have to go out of town as another reason. Like, no, either you make time to go talk to your daughter or you wait until you come back in town from your business trip and go talk to her. Don't put that, don't make that somebody else's responsibility. Right. And so, you know, kind of going back to the groups where you had the one side that's kind of on the the same where we are with that, but a little bit deeper. There's the mm-hmm. other side that's saying, hey, there's a lot of stepdads and things that step up. Okay, I get that. There are step-dad a lot of father figures. Exactly. He is not a stepdad. <laughs> He's boyfriend. He's boyfriend. Okay. So, and they haven't really been dating that long. It's not like they've been dating for like three years and yeah. been in a heavy, and they're about to be engaged and they're about stepdad and boyfriend is two different things. Yep. Okay. So, mm-hmm. you know, I see both sides, but you got to look at what this is. Okay. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to throw that out at you. Because we didn't touch on that last week and it get, it kind of slid under the radar. And I'm like, oh, my God, I meant to bring that up. So I'm glad we kind of tossed that back out there. So um, on Wednesday, Amanda Devon was able to find common ground. And 
you kind of noticed. Did you see a little bit of jealousy when Elena was standing in the door when Amanda and the, you saw that, didn't you? Yep, I did. Because so, they had their little, after they mm-hmm. had their little understanding with each other, they, they both kind of stood there and had that little soap opera holding gaze type of moment (laughs) and then you saw of course Elena in the doorway like okay what's going on here so I'm wondering okay so let's let's kind of digest this a little bit too because you were saying about the whole thing with Billy and Lily and and Nate and Amanda could they maybe throw Devon in there um I I was hoping that they didn't go this direction, but I feel like I don't. I'm, after that scene, it's like I don't know if that's what they're going to eventually try to do is put the bond with Amanda just because of the whole Hillary um, <clears throat> connection. Well, if you notice, and I think it's coming up into the Thursday piece of this segment. Oh no, that was the conversation that Phyllis had with her too. Is trying to find out who her where who where she came from remember so uh, this has got to be leading up to her doing some type of dna test or something who she might find out that she's (laughs) hillary's twin sister i don't know separated at birth twin separated yeah Mm kind of like how they did with mariah and cassie it's so typical yeah yeah i you know I would rather them have, I wish they would have brought her back onto the show, but not as a Hillary lookalike. Just, Mm -hmm. I know it's the same actress, but I wish they just would have brought her back and just made her completely different. Like, according to them, she doesn't look like Hillary. She's just a completely new character, different actress. There's no Hillary connection. But I know that would have been hard to do. That would have been so hard to do. That's why it just. That's I why it have they ever done that, that with any with any actor on either one of the shows? Do you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't so. Believe so. No, I don't think they have. Mm-mm. I don't think so. Not at all. So, and that would be pretty hard because Hillary, her character was very vibrant and gregarious and forth. I mean, she was just a fireball and mm-hmm. to say have Amanda come on as this different character it would be hard for even if the actors and the script writers could do it it would be hard for the fans to differentiate to because yeah, they still right. see her as Hillary I wish they just would have never I don't understand why they got rid of the Hillary character to begin with they should have just had her go away for a little while well okay so instead of from what I found, well what I found out was she left the show right around time when she was giving birth to a second child. Mm-hmm. But it was also contract times as well. And correct me, this is what I've gathered from being on other podcasts and, you know, having conversation with other administrators and things like that. But in 2018, in July of 2018, she went off the air when they killed her off with the Lily accident. Okay. But she was also going away to have the baby. But at the same time, I think she was at year number five of her contract. And so there was issues regarding money as usual. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
there was a different set of writers at that time, okay? And so, or executive producer at that time. And so, from what I understand is it didn't work out, the contract negotiations, and that ended that character, okay? Now we have a new executive producer, new writers. They brought her back. A lot of people came back. That's when you got Michelle Stafford, you got Chelsea, um, what's the, Melissa Claire Egan, you got also Michelle Morgan all back under this new writer. So mm-hmm. a lot of folks came back after the old executive producer or executive writer or whatever his title was, was gone mm-hmm. and gave folks what they requested. You know what I mean? So it's pretty mm-hmm. interesting, but that's, you know, stuff happens behind the scenes like that, you know, but, yeah. um, yeah, I'm wondering, are they going to, which triangle are they going to put Amanda in? Are they going to put her, put her in the triangle with Billy and Lily? Or are they going to put her in the triangle with Nate, Devon, and Elena? I'm going to guess it's going to be the Nate, Devon, Elena stuff first. And then okay. maybe they'll circle back around to Billy a little later. Yeah. And my and, and you know what? Honestly, they're moving her back into that whole thing because Elena, when when Amanda first came back on the scene, Elena wasn't having that because she was seeing Hillary's ghost. Mm-hmm. So to kind of bring that fire back out of her, and remember the old Nate had chemistry with Hillary. Remember, they hated each other, didn't they? Yeah, they were, but there was some sexual tension going on between them too. Because, uh, he, oh gosh, yes, Hillary couldn't stay away from him across the hall from him, and she would, you know, nitpick at him, and she was feeling some kind of tension. So they kind of tried to chem test that Nate and Michelle Morgan, and of course, that didn't happen. So I'm thinking they're trying to circle back with Nate because Nate was the one that performed her surgery. Or whatever when she died, or um, you know, no. yeah. So I'm wondering if they're going to try to reconnect those two. We'll see. It's going to be interesting on which direction they're going to go. So, do you also see a new relationship budding with Jack and Jill? I wouldn't mind seeing that actually, because a couple together. Yeah, because Jack started flirting with Jill a little bit. They were sitting mm-hmm. up there doing the crossword puzzle, and he was talking, and he was like, there's a lot of things I remember about you, and she looking like, what was that? Yeah, I, I want to see, I wouldn't mind seeing Jill um, with a, a good person. She's had to deal with Colin for so many years. I don't know why they would, didn't put Jack and Jill together a lot sooner than this, actually. I well, I mean, the thing them. is, is Jess Walton hasn't been on the show as much. Yeah. So that's the thing. Now that she's consistently there, maybe they're building a story for her and, J- and Jack now. And look at the name. Jack and Jill went up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be kind of cute to put Jack and Jill together. But I don't know. I mean, after the whole, I mean, Jack hasn't had a romance since Dominique or whatever her name was. Left and was working her. with Ashley, yeah. Yep. And I didn't so, like that. Um, I didn't like that little hookup anyway. They didn't. They didn't mesh to yeah, it. It wasn't. A, they didn't, didn't match. No, I don't even know why they went there. And then the storyline with 
her, you know, saving her eggs and he, everybody was speculating about the needle. I mean, yeah. the boards, the, the, the groups were going crazy about that because they thought that she was transgender and then come to oh, find really? it wasn't an issue. It was her trying to freeze her eggs and fertilize herself. And it was yeah. just a crazy storyline when she was only there to mislead Jack and working with Ashley. Really? Okay. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see where Jack and Jill go with their relationship. So what do you think about Phyllis and how now there's a lot of comments in the group about this. So Phyllis goes and says to Nick, I got a proposition. Now Nick is thinking purely sexual with this thing. Right. She gets there. She flirts. She moves her body in a certain way. She's dressed in a certain way. Only to say, I want to be the main supplier for Newman at my hotel. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, you serious? And he, she like, uh, what else did you think this was? What do you think about that whole setup? I loved it. I um, okay. It was smart. I mean, she's a businesswoman. Why not take mm-hmm. advantage of the fact that the father of one of your children is in this position where he could um, approve a contract to have her venue be the exclusive venue for every one of their par- parties. Why wouldn't you mm-hmm. go for uh, an opportunity like that? So I don't blame her for trying it. The interesting thing is what will Victor say? <laughs> I don't know, but it doesn't matter. It, will, it won't matter if, if Nicholas approves it unless maybe Victor has some kind of power to go in and undo the contract. But I can imagine that if a contract is drawn up for it, that Phyllis will make sure that she has something in there to either secure that contract or if they break it, then they have to pay her a big lump sum of money because she knows that that is a temporary spot for Nicholas. So if Victoria comes back and says, I'm not working with Phyllis, we're doing away with this contract, then she's, I'm sure she's got some kind of, um, some kind of safety net in there to, to, to still benefit from it. Okay. So I see where you're coming from. Okay. Which the window of opportunity is, now right so that's what you're saying the yep. window of opportunity is open with Nick being in there temporarily since me and him has been <laughs> uh, on creeping and, and snickling and, and kicking it around as they would say let me use this opportunity with him being the C- temporary C- interim right. CEO at Newman to get what I want to get exactly question is long term do you see Victor, because now you're tying yourself with Newman. Mm-hmm. Victor is very, very um, wise when it comes to corporate takeovers. So, do she, unless she put an iron steel clause in that contract that you, you know, whatever that is, that this is only strictly as, you know, me being the host of your parties, blah, blah, blah. Could Victor, and they could always write it this way, come back later down the road and end up absorbing society, and not society, the Grand Phoenix, mm-hmm. as part of Newman one day? Um, yeah, of course the writers could later on find some mm-hmm. kind of loophole um, to make it to where Victor would end up 
taking over her hotel. Um, yeah. They always seem to do that when it comes to the, the different business deals that go on. But we all know Phyllis is too smart to make sure that her contract isn't isn't a, like you said, ironclad contract to where regardless of what happens, regardless of who the CEO of Newman is, that she'll still be set if they try to break it or if they do continue to do business with her, that she'll well, benefit see, from it from some way. Only thing is I don't give that much credibility to to Phyllis because she was already one up by Adam, which is how she lost the Grand Phoenix in the first place. Mm-hmm. So you need to have all your ducks in a row. You're not dealing with Adam and Abby now. Right. You're coming up under Victor Newman and you know, Newman Enterprises is his golden child, his baby. So if he's going to find a way to say, okay, she want to line up with Newman, I right, and my son who decided to not tell me and go sign this in the contract to line her hotel up with Newman. Okay. I got you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, anything is possible. I mean, she's smart. I'm not going to take that away from her, but who's smarter is the question. She yeah. was outsmarted by both Abby and Adam. Yeah, both of that's them. True. That is true. You know, and I mean, Abby, Adam is smarter than Abby, but Victor is sh- more shrewder and meticulous than Adam. That's true. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting long term right now if they're going to let this go through with Nick signing on to say, okay, we'll do all our parties at your hotel. It'll last for a period of time, but I, I just see Victor looking at this as an opportunity later down the road. But yeah, she seduced him. She used <laughs> his attraction to say, you know what, let me get that contract off yep. of you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see a thing wrong with it. She mm-hmm. used what she got. So, also on Wednesday, they prepared for Dina to come home. That scene was so sad. I, I mean, every time I saw the whole situation with um, with Tracy and Ashley and they're sharing stories, and oh my God, I was like, my goodness, I need to call my mama. Yeah. <laughs> so, I honestly, I, I don't like watching those scenes just because it is, it's too, um, it's, it's the heart wrenching. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. sad. I just don't. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I, I don't. You know, fast forward through them or anything, but I just, I just don't. It's like hard to watching. watch. It is hard to watch. It's sad. You know, and I personally have a couple girlfriends of mine who's going. You know, slowly going through a version of that with their with their moms. Yeah. And it's you know it's one thing to see it on TV, but it's another thing to hear the stories that families that's dealing with this actually go through right so my heart goes out to them yeah definitely all right moving on to thursday adam showed his true colors and then billy and nick got into an argument so nick shows up at the new chancellor firm marketing division saw billy there and he just went off what do you think about nick's attitude when it comes to this he no, he's no different than the way Victor and Nikki treat Billy, the where they just completely dog him. They talk down on him. They blame everything that Victoria is going through on Billy, um, and they just 
I just think that they are way too hard on Billy, in my opinion. Like, oh, absolutely. Yes, Billy has broken her heart several times, but at the same time, Victoria is the one that takes she takes them back every time that they've gotten back together. Victoria has done things on her end of the relationship that has damaged the relationship. It's not Correct. all Billy's fault, but they want to make it Billy's fault just because they think he's they treat him like he's trash. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like Nick was I think he was way too harsh to Billy he was and then he 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 tells when Lily like Lily what are you doing here and she was like I work here right. you know <laughs> and he and you mean to tell me you working with him and you gotta get out while you can because he gonna take you down with him. it's like but I will applaud Lily with her next statement because Billy said, you know what? I'm sorry that you had to get caught up in all of my baggage, blah, blah, blah. And you didn't know all this. Do you see me differently? And the one thing that she said, which a lot of people mindsets don't go there. But the only way that her mindset went there is because of her working with inmates is that if they can change so can you and I was like oh that's great yep. <laughs> and you you did you notice I think this was on Wednesday actually when Devon came to the building Devon also was in my opinion, uh, kind mm-hmm. of you know harsh to Billy and it's like yeah. why every, everybody just takes shots at Billy everybody takes shots at Billy well, and here's the interesting so thing but you know what he is interesting about this is that when he's not doing anything, just say if he's just at home or he's just out for a drink, you need to do something with your life. Go get a job. Go do this. Mm-hmm. Now he's doing something and it's still not good right. enough. I don't think, I think for a lot of people, mm-hmm. Billy Billy could save a child from a burning building and those characters would still find a way to find fault in what he did. Yep. <laughs> he just yep. he can't he, win. He can't win. I mean, if you, Jack and his mom and even other people, you need to do something with your life. Even Victoria said, you know, hey, stop doing the freelance work. Go get yourself a job. You know, yeah. get with. So now he's running that. He's the head of the media division of Chancellor. And you and Devon and Nick is still like, oh, you're going to crash and burn. Okay, so what do you want me to do? Either you want me to find something to do with my life, or when I do, then you say, oh, well, I'm going to tank it anyway. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. What do you want from me? Yeah, they just, that poor guy. (laughs) Yeah, you know, but I really liked what Lily had to say. She was like, no, I don't feel the same way that they do about you because working with inmates and seeing hardened criminals change their lives for the better. I know you can do it too, Billy. And I think his face just lit up like, dang, yeah. somebody actually can see that, you know, people can change. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I like that. She said that to him. I like that. She, I really like that. That really was a good line that they, that they put in there for that. But, um, what else happened on oh okay so the the other thing on on um Thursday was Alyssa found information about everything and told Adam you know what I think I might got something but it was interesting at the end of the call 
where um, Alyssa said, you know what? My dad murdered for money, I think. But your dad killed somebody to protect mm-hmm. you. Did you see his facial reaction? Mm-hmm. He was like, oh. Yep. <laughs> he probably felt because, strong because this whole time he was trying to find something that um, would get him in trouble. And now he's finding out that it wasn't just, you know, some kind of cold-blooded murder or murder for revenge. It was possibly because he was trying to help me in some way. Well, you see the irony there, though, right? So remember when when Adam was in Vegas, he killed a man to save Chance's mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And he wanted, he was like, you know, I did this because I was trying to save, you know, Chance's life. And you see how that just went because Phyllis couldn't do nothing with that. Right. It is what it is. It's self-defense. Right. Now, here we go, circle back. Come to find out, Victor found out that somebody might be coming after his child and his child's mother mm-hmm. and push this man off the cliff. Now, murder is murder, but at the same time, Alyssa put it out to him like, look, um, your dad killed to protect you. Right. <laughs> so, are you sure you really want to do this? And when he got off that phone, it made him think. Yeah. It's like, dang, do I really want to do this? Right. You know? So, like I told you, Keisha, last week and the week before, I said when I did the flip the script segment, I said I wish they would take Adam in a different direction where he is actually doing something away from Newman. Don't take your father down. Don't get into this whole thing with Nick. Be successful on your own so these folks can actually see how much better you are. Does that make you remember? Mm-hmm. That makes sense, mm-hmm. right? So I, I just think with them going this road, I feel I, I see it coming. This is about to blow up in Adam's face. Yeah. It really is. Cause Victor's gonna come out. And he said, you know, if I'm right about this and Victor is not at fault for whatever reason, I'm about to start a war. So if you know that, maybe you should walk away from <laughs> Maybe you should walk away from this. I feel like I mean mm-hmm. I feel like he he wants to walk away from it, but on I mean I think this was Friday. I don't think this was Thursday. So I don't mean to jump ahead. Mm-hmm. But oh, to no, me it no. sounds like when he was telling Chelsea, um, it sounds like Chelsea was like, So what? He did what he did. Yeah, do. she was egging him yeah, on. Which su- surprises me because she she doesn't like that side. She has always said she doesn't like that side of Adam. But now it seems as if she wants Adam to go back to his his dark ways and, you know, his games and schemes and stuff like that. Which surprised well, me. What, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it just surprises me that she would want to encourage that behavior with him. Well, and that's interesting that you brought that up because one of the things she said after he was like, I don't know if I want to do this. You know, he tried to protect me. Well, this is the same man that tried to set you up for a murder that you didn't commit. Okay, so two wrongs don't make a right. Okay, Chelsea? Right. So, yeah, it looked like she was instigating. She was like, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. You got a conscience right now. 
But I think maybe you, you maybe continue to do this because your dad is a creep and I'm going to help you take him down. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. It, it, but like you just said, too, they change her perspective on how Adam handles Victor because she originally was like, you know, don't do this. You shouldn't. I, it makes brings out the dark side of you. And even Adam told Chelsea. I don't want you and Connor to get caught up in this mess if I do right. this. And she was basically like, yeah, well, you know, I hear you and I'm glad you want to protect us, but you need to go take your daddy down. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I'm s- s- I dislike starting to dislike Chelsea more and more every week. <laughs> I think when they brought her back, they tried to do her with Nick. It didn't work. It was a big fat flop. Yeah. So they're trying to circle back and say, okay, not only are we going to put Chelsea back with Adam, but we're not going to make her the typical Chelsea like, Adam, please don't be a bad boy. We want her to root him on being a bad boy. So it's it's a rewrite. Yeah. And I, I guess I, I'd say that I don't I don't hate the change because it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's a little, it's a different direction. It just makes mm-hmm. me not like her, which is fine. There's plenty of characters that I want, that I still want on the show that I don't like. That's part of being, you know, watching the soaps. It's just, mm-hmm. she's just one of those characters that has now started to annoy me and get on my bad side. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you kind of led into Friday about that whole thing. The other thing that happened on Friday was this conversation between Victor and Nikki at Society. And you kind of brought this up earlier on um, on the message board with regards to does it seem like Nikki is still jealous of Hope? Yeah. When he said he was going Go to Go ahead Kansas. and elaborate on that. He said, well, yeah, when he said he was going to Kansas to check on the farm, you know, because Adam told him the farm was run down and needed mm-hmm. some repairs. It was as if Nikki had a problem with that. Like, it kept making up all these... Well, you can just hire somebody to go do that. Just have somebody take pictures and send them to you. Just do this. Just do that. You don't need to make a a, a trip to Kansas just for that farm. And it's like, Nikki, it's a farm. Hope has been dead for how many years now? And you still sound like you're jealous of anything that has to do with her. Well, I mean, that's been her. I believe, honestly, even if Adam did clean up his life, she still would have reservations oh, yeah, with him just because Adam, because... Victor has a kid by somebody else. Yeah, I've never liked the way that she's treated Adam. I mean, even though there were, yes, there were times where Adam deserved, you know, some of the treatment that he got. But just in general, like a couple of weeks ago when he came over to the house and Mm -hmm. she had that little nose up in the air, snotty attitude towards him before anything had even come out of his mouth. It's like he can't even stand in a room without you being a jerk to him (laughs) yeah yeah pretty much I mean it's just going back to the conversation you was just talking about at society I mean she was like throw money at somebody to go check out the farm you know you ain't got to go down there you don't have she was being very passive aggressive and so Victor I I mean honestly Victor was like you know what you're not going to change my mind so just stop okay And she looked at him like, well, I guess I can't say nothing. Because when Victor has his mind made up, and she know that, Victor has his mind made up, he going to do what he right. want to do. You know, and like you said, what are you jealous of a ghost? 
I mean, Hope is gone. It's a farm. It's a building. It's run down. He has the responsibility of keeping that farm right. up. And if he needs to go survey the damage, let him, do let that. him go do that. Mm-hmm. And it's so, it makes me think mm-hmm. a little off track. It makes me think about her relationship with um, Abby and mm-hmm. Ashley. I don't feel like she is as, as harsh to she's not harsh to Abby like she is to Adam. Um, of course, Adam is a little different because of the things that he's done in the past, but I remember Abby saying before that she's always felt like the outsider in the family. And I wonder if that has to do with maybe um, Nikki, because I don't think Nikki particularly cares for Ashley, but I mean, she doesn't, they don't have like an all out war with each other or anything like that. Well, to me, I think it just come is it comes down to plain old green jealousy. Mm -hmm. One thing about Adam, Adam is extremely intelligent, and I mean he's this Harvard business graduate. And when you look at how smart, and and he's the closest thing to Victor, that you know, Vic Adam is Victor two point oh. It is what it is, and Nikki knows that. Nick knows that, which is why Nick has always, Nick is nothing like his father. In some ways, he has some tendencies when he do things, but he is more like his mom and Victoria is more a little bit more like Victor. But Adam is the epitome (laughs) of Victor. And so when those kids, when, when Nikki looks at Adam, when, um, Nick and even Victoria looks at Adam, what they see, what they can never be, which is the closest thing to their father. That's the problem. So just a little bit of jealousy there because Adam is more like, has more in common with their dad than they do. You know what? Let me tell you something. If they actually rewrote Adam and Victor to run the world, Mm -hmm. it would be huge Mm -hmm. if those two was to come together. Hmm. Yeah, it would be interesting. That would be interesting because if you look at the only reason that Adam has been so hesitant is because of control. Not only is Victor ruthless, but he's extremely controlling. And he's, you can tell how he controls and lies to his kids to make things go a certain way, which is why Victoria is in the situation that she's in right now, you know, because he manipulates and control his kids and Adam sees that. A manipulator knows what another manipulator can do. Yeah, that's true. They're just alike. So, and a manipulator can't control another one because they know they know the game plan. It's like, I know the game. You can't run that on me. So, and that's what Adam does. And so as much as he wants to be the prodigal son of Victor, he knows stepping into that world with Victor would mean that he would have to relinquish his control. And Adam is not going to do right. that. Yep. But going back to what you were saying is that they also know, too, that if Adam bootstraps, I mean, if Victor bootstraps Adam with him, mm-hmm. they they don't stand a chance. Right. That's why they're so jealous. Yeah, that's true. So, anywho, um, the only other thing that happened on Friday was um, Victoria had a setback. Yes. 
So hopefully, and that leads into Monday's episode, you know, and I know I saw Monday's episode, so I'm not going to spoil that, but she did end up in the hospital on Friday. And, um, yeah, I just think they're stressing her out. I don't know where they're going to go with this. I honestly think that Victoria should have got some help after the JT thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Instead of jumping into a relationship with Billy. I feel like the path that this is going with Victoria is um, with her trying to jump back into work sooner than what she probably should have. I think Mm -hmm. Nick is probably realizing and Victor is probably realizing that Nick is going to be in that position a little longer than what they expected to happen. Yep. And also you can tell there's a distrust on his business ethics because Victor kept texting him. Did you do this? Mm-hmm. Did you do that? Did you forget about this? Did you forget about that? And Nick is like, I did it already. Jeez, leave yeah. me alone. Did- That's the day that, you know, Phyllis came oh, up there. Yeah. But go ahead. Do you think it's it's distrust or do you think it's just Victor being controlling like he always is? I don't, I think it's distrust because he doesn't do that with Victoria. Victoria runs, he lets Victoria mm-hmm. have it with free reign. Yeah, well, Victoria he wants knows, to be there though. He knows Nick right. doesn't want to be there. Exactly. So like, I see what you're saying. And he doesn't trust that yeah. Nick is doing what he he's supposed to be doing. And technically he isn't. I mean, he just had Phyllis on the desk throwing everything all over the place. What, last week? I mean, he gotta have I mean, and they can do that, but <laughs> I mean, I mean, and it was a hot scene. <laughs> but I can guarantee you if Victor walked up in there, he would have blew his top. True. That is true. <laughs> blew his top. He'd be like, wait a minute, you're supposed to be running this company until your sister get back and you got this woman all over the desk with stuff thrown everywhere <laughs> in my office. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting. Um, I haven't seen the promo for next week, so I don't know what what they have in store. Um, what's coming up is probably going to, I think I read a couple things, but it's going to lead off into this big old thing with Adam and Victor. So that's what's on the horizon. Did you have anything else with Young and the Restless for this week? Um, I don't. I think the the one thing that the one storyline that probably stuck out to me the most was the whole Mariah Tessa thing and them getting mm-hmm. back together once again. Blah. I was not looking forward to that. Yeah. I was hoping that Tessa would nah. stick to her guns, but yeah, me too. Oh well, me too. And you know, before we end the podcast a little bit later, after the bold segment, then um, we can flip the script too. Okay. So, all right. So we are now on the bold and the beautiful, and look like on Monday. Um, Flo visits Sally because Sally was laying on the floor after doing yoga because she thought nobody could see her. But Flo visited Sally to iron out their differences. Um, these, you know, despite Katie' objection, because she was like, "Don't go over there, you know, leave her alone, let her figure it out." Yeah. Sally goes over there, looks through the window because, um, I mean, not Sally, Flo goes over to the beach house. And Sally had on her headphones doing yoga and the girl was laying in the middle of the floor and Flo thought she was dead. I mean, that whole... What do you think about this whole thing with the lie that Sally's carrying? 
Uh-huh. Uh, I don't like it because now it's turned Sally. But um, I was saying now it's turned Sally into the bad Hello. guy. I can't hear you. Say it again. Has made up this terrible lie. Um, mm-hmm. and it's gonna make it's going to it's going to excuse the treatment that Wyatt has given her over these past you know several months of how he's broken her heart twice and used her um, to get overflow. You used his his um, supposed love for her to mm-hmm. have her drop her guard so um, she could be intimate with him. Because remember when she said she didn't want to be intimate with him until she was sure that he really wanted to be with her. Right. So let me ask you a question. What do you, you know, and we don't know how this is going to end up, but what is the end game with this whole thing? Is you do you think that Sally is probably going to try to make him marry her to lock I him in? I think that they are going like, to try to figure out a what? way I'm not to dying. say that she has been healed somehow, um, because she thinks that mm-hmm. she is going to be able to get Wyatt to fall back in love with her and want to leave flow with all this time that she's been able to spend with him. So I, I think what she thinks is that the doctor is just going to make up some story about how either she was misdiagnosed or she found some kind of cure for Sally. She's not going to die. Um, but they're going to try to hold off on that until she feels like mm-hmm. Wyatt actually wants to be with her, which is so lame to me that she's doing that. It's just and that in this to me, yeah. this is the writers yeah. once again using I... using this storyline against um, Sally and her character to make it to where we don't hate Wyatt and Flo for what they what they've done to Sally. Mm-hmm. So now this is just going to wash out all of the all of the the horrible stuff that Wyatt yep. has done to her these past few months. They're using Sally to do that. Yep. 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 You are absolutely correct. Um. Now. Also on Monday is Donna came by and paid Brooke a visit. And during the visit, because they are preparing for this big reuniting party between Ridge (laughs) and Brooke, this video, this digital picture frame Mm -hmm. is um, (laughs) at the house. And so, you know, as... Donna is looking through the different pictures. Yes. She finally come up on the video where Brooke is kissing Bill. Yeah. And she's shocked. <laughs> we weren't. We were on the edge of our seat because we was looking like, yeah, I can't wait to see this come out. Sorry, Brooke fans. You know, I'm not bashing or anything, but you know, okay. We'll get there as we go on in this segment of Bold and we'll give our thoughts because they're all over the place in the groups. But, um, you know, and Brooke was like, how did you see this? Were you there? And she was like, I saw it on this on this digital picture frame. How did it get there? And so, of course, they narrow it all down to the fact that "Mm, there's only one person who hates me this much. Let me go over there and talk. <laughs> so, I mean, that's pretty much that was on Monday about that. Going into Tuesday, um, 
What? Okay, so they tried to remove that video right. off of digital picture frame. Do you? And I, we had this discussion on on the message board that. Um, with them trying to remove that off of there and then all of a sudden and this kind of pops forward into later in the week a little bit but Ridge being able to recover it through his cell phone do you think that was kind of unreal or is it possible that if you delete something you mm. can't pull it up on the digital camera I guess from I didn't see how he could well I guess if Ridge was the one that, that bought the digital picture frame and I've seen how one of those things work. It's it's basically there's an that's app true. and you upload um pictures from the app to the frame. Mm-hmm. So I guess depending on how the settings are set, mm-hmm. whatever is on the picture frame, if you are if you have like the password to that picture frame, um I guess whatever pictures are on the frame, regardless of if you've uploaded them or not, I would think if you are like the, mm-hmm. I guess, administrator or whatever of that picture frame, that you that you would be able to still see or have access it's to anything possible. that That's is true. loaded on the frame. You know what? That is true. That that is a possibility. Because yeah. if you are the admin, uh, you probably yeah, have a recovery I would think that feature. Once it's been downloaded, once it has been downloaded to, to recover that app, any, like yeah, that's say true. you and I both had the app downloaded on our phone to the same picture frame. I feel like once a picture from my phone is downloaded to that app, mm-hmm. we're logged in with the same username password to that app for mm-hmm. that particular picture frame. So I can probably see anything that you've downloaded, and you can see what I've downloaded to that frame. So my guess is Donna, Donna and Brooke aren't that okay. smart. Okay, gotcha. Um, as far as technology is concerned, maybe they're not. You know, they, they don't have. They don't know what they were. They didn't know what they were doing, and they didn't actually delete it. They thought they deleted it, but maybe they didn't go deep enough into the settings to okay. completely delete it off of the frame like they thought they did. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, okay, let's do bold a little bit different because I know with, and I noticed, um, you know, of course, with Young and the Restless, yes. we have multiple storylines. Basically, this week, we only had two. And that was the Sally, Wyatt, and Flo scenario. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the scenario with Brooke, Bill, and Ridge, and the video. So, let's let's start first, okay. and then we'll save the Brooke, Bill, and all of that for later. Let's kind of knock out this whole thing with with Sally. Um, Flo kind of saw something. Um, you know, how she was looking. Uh, she noticed something strange about Sally's affection toward Wyatt. That she, it kind of questioned um, what her true intentions were. Did you catch that? After what was saying. Okay. Yeah, and 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 Sally, you know, it was because see, Sally went from remember she switched it up on screen where the fans was like, wait a minute. So mm-hmm. remember, it was like, I don't want nobody to know. Leave me alone. I'm gonna do this by myself. Blah blah blah. And then she's all in with, okay, Wyatt. Oh, yes, yeah. you can be there for me. You can do this, and the stars in her eyes, and it's like, 
you know, and Sal and Flo is looking like, okay, uh, you went from not wanting anybody to know it to now you all in. What's up with that? So she kind of looked at, you know, she got this whole thing like, wait a minute. Is this girl legit? And like you call her, you know, Flo has mm-hmm. been around the block a little bit. Flo know a scam when she can see one. So I think it kind of triggered something in her to say, okay, this ain't the Sally that we thought that was, you know, oh my God, I'm dying. I don't want nobody. Oh, yeah. don't tell. You're right. That's You're why right. she won't yep. tell her family. She didn't want them to know anything. Because remember, because no, because okay, if you run in a scam like this and you telling your family, you know what, I'm sick, I'm dying, and I ain't got right. but a few weeks to live, the family yeah. is going to go bananas. The grandma, I think that's her her grams, her grandma, her sister, because you know, Coco, you know, and everybody is like, okay, mm-hmm. you mean to tell me it's okay to tell Wyatt? Because I, I even say, said yeah, it. I remember thinking it's that too. okay to tell Wyatt, but you can't tell now your family. Okay, but that's why. And it makes sense now mm-hmm. why she wouldn't have anybody go to her family because you scamming. You scamming. So, you know, I, I just, I don't like this storyline because it's just not yeah. good to fake an illness and I mean granted this is TV okay so anything is possible but um yeah I think her end goal is to really yeah. lock him in get her to get Wyatt to feel something fall in love with her all over again yeah. where he's like you know what mm, I'm stuck so I don't know um let's see anything else happen with we didn't get much of, yeah. we didn't get a lot of, um, yeah, that was the Sally thing. The it was only like a couple of days this week, correct? Everybody or Katie finding out that, um, yeah, Sally, Sally knows that okay. she told Wyatt and them being over there talking to Sally, blowing uh, Wyatt. And well, the, we the, did have the girlfriend, Penny, the, the her, her friend Penny, Dr. Yeah, my thing is, where did she come from who want to work at Forrester? So you gonna give you promised this girl a job at yeah. Forrester to help you lock in Wyatt? That's too much. So now it's making yeah, me that, wonder. It, it's just um, like the issues that she much. was having with her designs. You know, what is, Did you compromise mm-hmm. your designs just for this whole scheme? Well, here's what I heard from the water cooler okay I heard that there uh, they did a rewrite on mm-hmm. the storyline because originally they were going to write her off something changed I don't know if it was contract issues or whatever and then they decided to be like oh mm-mm, let's change this she's going to stay on we're going to make it where it was a scam right. because it doesn't make sense she was shaken and trembling and falling and crying and right. then she was doing it in the privacy of offices where nobody could see so why would you even go through all that when nobody was around who couldn't see whether you were sick or not right i hope they so if hope you they were running a scam you, that does that make sense there, she thought something was wrong with her but she ended up using 
the opportunity to for the scam like so maybe it was just maybe it was just stress and anxiety and that's what was going on but then she got it in her head after talking to her doctor and the doctor telling her that she always wanted to be in passion she used that as an opportunity to Mm. say well how about um this isn't you know there's there's nothing serious wrong with me but what if we say that this is going on and we set it up because them just them just completely ignoring like the fact that she had yeah. those um mm-hmm. you know those little tremors and stuff is just that doesn't make any sense to me episodes mhm it doesn't make any sense and you know it's interesting like you just said that that it went the way that it did it just doesn't make sense because how in the world did you ever think that you were going to yeah. cross paths with Katie at the hospital? You didn't know. There, there was nothing leading up to the point like, you know what? I know she's coming to the hospital today, so I'm going to be sitting in this office with this person. And Katie, because Katie could have easily, I'm you don't know going. what her thoughts could have been. She mm-hmm. could have been like, you know what? I'm going to mind my business and keep going. So I just think that, like I said, there was this conversation about a rewrite done to the middle of this storyline. She was headed to go off because, remember, there were spoilers that somebody was going to die. That spoiler came out back in December, January, okay? One major player, you know, person on the soap is going to die. And then something changed. Nobody, because remember, Mm -hmm. everybody thought it was going to be right. Thomas, when he fell into that vat, nope, he popped out. And then the next thing, yeah. well, here we go with Sally getting sick, and everybody like, oh, or at okay, least rewrite, rewrite it to where, going. and now we got a rewrite. They misdiagnosed her instead of her coming up with this this scheme. They misdiagnosed her, or there was a yeah there something ended up being a treatment for what she was going through. Yeah, because a lot of that stuff, she was yeah. having issues within herself before Katie even came on the scene. So, I mean, for for them to say she she knew that she could scam Katie and the blowing her, running her mouth to folks, you were in private in your office, shaking, trembling, having episode right. where nobody was around. That does no benefit when you scam it. You know, so, yeah, I, I mean, that's that's exactly what I think you know with that whole thing but in regards to Penny before we move on to the Brooke thing for her to say I don't want to be a doctor anymore I want to be I want to work in fashion right that's when they really threw this together (laughs) you know how many years it takes you to be a doctor it's like 11 years so We don't even know what that is. Do you yeah. want to work in in the executive suite? Right. Do you want to be a model? So now you just now you risk your medical license because what? once they, you know, that scam you know, comes out that you helped her come up with this bogus diagnosis, she, you know, she could be in trouble for that medically. I think here's my mm-hmm. theory. I think bringing um, Ashley back. That would be interesting. It's going to tie into that Sally story, too. Because why would up. she be there? There's yeah. no reason for her to be at and this thing with Gwen anyway. and Shauna and all of this. 
I have. Listen, she's a doctor too. I'm wondering, do she know Penny? She might see Penny and be like, you know what, mm-hmm. girl, what you doing? What's going on? Blah blah blah. Or Flo, or Katie could go up to Ashley and be like, look, I know you're a doctor. Can you talk to Sally? See if yeah. you can help her. She's dying. You know what I mean? And and then yeah. Ashley is learning that she got a new Bridget, partner. you keep calling her Ashley. So they're going to bond them. Some, I have I a feeling that Ashley... Well, you know what? Ashley is her real name. Bridget. I'm sorry. Bridget. Thank you. Thank you for correcting me on Ashley that. Jones, Bridget. Because I'm yes. thinking of her real name. The actor. Yeah. The actress. But yeah, Bridget. Um... You know, Bridget is probably going to be the one to blow that yeah, whole secret true. wide open. Because why else would they bring her back? There's no mm-hmm. she don't have, she don't fit in with this Shauna thing. You know, so um, but any other you got any uh, other? No, I think we pretty much covered the whole story everything that's with, going on there. Uh, the lie continues. <laughs> okay, the lie continues exactly. All right, let's jump into this whole crazy thing with the digital mm-hmm. cam- and we kind of touched on it a little bit already, but the digital picture frame and Brooke. So Brooke goes over because this yeah. is where we kind of left before, off at before when we get Donna there, found the video. She runs over to Quinn. Donna did exactly what okay, I knew go was going to happen. She was mad at Brooke mm-hmm. for about five minutes. And then when brought on those those waterworks, and I didn't mean it, I just got mm-hmm. caught up in the moment. Donna forgave her and said, "I I know that you didn't mean to that she didn't intentionally mean to yep. hurt Katie. She never intentionally means to hurt anybody, but she does it anyway." I knew this was going to happen, and and Donna right. went on ahead and excused Correct. everything that she did because once again, I was vulnerable. I didn't I didn't mean to do anything. It just happened. And then, but you know that's that salt except for, I don't I'm mm-hmm. kind of curious next week of what's gonna happen with Katie. I know she was pissed, but what's she gonna do with this whole thing? You know how she's gonna digest it. Mm-hmm. But usually them Logan, Katie's they, gonna do the they, same they, thing. They she's gonna be solidarity for about five minutes, and she's gonna <laughs> they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, but Katie is going to push this off on Bill, though. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um, so she runs over to Quinn's, and you know she was furious with Quinn because you know right. Quinn was just playing games with her. What video? What are you talking about? What you doing? I don't know. Until Quinn finally, like, yeah, here's my thing. What do you think? about Quinn spilling the beans to Brooke about taking I the think video from just Shana's kept her phone. Shauna don't know. Had no, she had no evidence of who had that, who recorded Me that too. video. Or if she was going to spill the beans, nope. tell it, tell Brooke that you did it. Why did you put Shauna in it? Shauna deleted the video. You were the one that saved it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I, I, I'm like, Quinn, yeah, there was no, Shut there up, was, Quinn. there was nothing up, that Brooke could Shut have up. done to prove that it was <laughs> Quinn that 
uploaded that video or that Shauna took the video. She should have just kept playing it off like she had no clue what they were talking about. Because now Brooke is going to use this against Quinn um, yep. to come between her and Eric because she knows that Eric mm-hmm. isn't going to appreciate that. Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit when the whole thing came out because I saw something <laughs> interesting that Eric said and I was like, really? So, while she was over there throwing this out and, and, and you know what? I will give Brooke credit to the yes. point where she told Quinn, yeah. you know what? I'm going to take that power away from you and just tell him myself. You're not going to use this as leverage over me because basically <laughs> yeah. Quinn told her, I need you to leave town. Like, Quinn, I need you to go not, away. Yeah. Like, or else I'm going to tell. And I'm thinking, like, <laughs> that's not even realistic. I mean, honestly, you know, it's like, Quinn, you actually think that girl going to... How is she yeah, going to explain leaving L.A.? She She's part of Forrester. That was ridiculous for her to even throw that out there, to, to put that right. blackmail. And like Brooke said, you're not going to blackmail me, you know? And so Brooke was like, you know what? How about this? I'm going to go tell him the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Problem is, Brooke thought she had a lot more time than she thought she had. And so, um, you know, after Brooke leaves and, you know, Eric comes in and, you know, Quinn is playing like, oh, okay, I'm going to get dressed. You're going to get dressed. We're going to go. I'm looking (laughs) forward to Brooke and what her future is in store for her. I mean, I'm I'm telling you, Quinn was on top of the moon at that point because she thinks that, yeah, I got you. Okay, so first of all, before we move on to the actual party, did you have anything um, else about that I did, whole even though she told Brooke that Brooke at the house? Shauna took the video. I like that she said Shauna has no idea what I did. She thinks mm-hmm. that she deleted the video from her phone. She doesn't know that that I have the video or mm-hmm. that I uploaded the video. That she was coming to the house to, which was ridiculous in itself. That she was going to to that house to tell Brooke that um, she was going to back off of Ridge and um, give them a chance or whatever. So I thought it was cool that she at least told her that Shana had no clue that she did what she did and that she was going to delete the video. Mm-hmm. So let me, let me ask you this, Keisha. Just say Bill wasn't even around and Shauna finally did find Brooke would have laughed Brooke at her and face. was about like, to talk girl, about you are not How do you threat. think that conversation would have <laughs> went down? Exactly. I mean, even if even if Shauna had the good intention to say, you know what, I'm going to back out the way. I'm giving you best wishes on your marriage. I can tell you right now, Brooke would have been, if you stay out of my relationship and you get out of here, you need to go back to Vegas yeah. where you belong she would have had all kind of nasty words for her, even though Shauna came to her with best wishes. You know, I'm going to get out the way. So, I mean, I don't even, like you just said, it don't make sense right. for Shauna to even come down there talking about, I'm going to tell y'all good luck. It was just, it was stupid. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. So, everybody <laughs> finally, Brooke finally shows up at the house. 
and she looking crazy. But before she gets there, wait a minute, before Donna she gets there, the worst. Donna was acting that squirrely. Girl, that woman probably could not hold a secret to save her life because she just, it, it showed on her face that nope. something was going on when um, Bill and Katie got there. And she was staring at Bill all crazy. Yes, right. Or even with the picture frame, like, she was. I think she was holding a picture frame you? when Katie walked in or something. <laughs> what? And uh, Katie was asking her what that was, mm-hmm. and it was like she couldn't even try to explain what it was without sounding suspicious. Like Donna, just chill out and just explain this a picture frame. As a matter of fact, how about you just take the frame out of the room altogether? And go put it somewhere and just pretend like it's broken. Or just mm-hmm. break it. Yeah, it was it, it she she can't she could have just easily just sat in the corner. Look, Brooke yeah. will be back, she'll figure this yeah. out. But she was still dealing with it, her head that she betrayed her sister. It was like Katie just mm-hmm. got out of the hospital with a kidney yeah. transplant, she had a heart right. transplant. Her and Bill just got back together, and this is what you're doing. So, part of what was eating at her was the fact of what Brooke and Bill did. But the other part of her was like, okay, what do I do with this secret? Oh my God. Because here's the other thing. Yeah. If it didn't come out, Katie would have been mad at Donna, mm-hmm. too. Right. Because it's like, how hey, you, you knew she did this, and you ain't say nothing to me either? You know? So, it needed to come out. Yeah. The, the, how it came out was the big fiasco, but it needed to come out. And I'm glad that Bo didn't drag this on for a week because they made, yeah, because sometimes Bo and some of these, even these other soap operas, they tend to like to drag stuff out to keep you mm-hmm. on your edge of the seat. So I'm glad they didn't hold it that long. But now Brooks get to the house. Brooke is looking crazy. Brooke pulls Ridge to the side and like, you know what? I need to talk to you about something. Can we talk? And he was like, oh, you know, we got the mm-hmm. guest here and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, because he was already there. And should she, let me ask you, should she have said, look, before this party gets started, I need to go up. We need to come upstairs. I need to talk to you. Should she have mm-hmm. did that or what I do you think, think? What, what was considering your everybody that? was already there when she got there it would have been hard for her to mm-hmm. break the news to him while the party was going on um probably what should have happened in okay. my opinion was instead of rushing off to go see Quinn because she assumed that that's who um recorded that video yeah is she should mm-hmm. have just went and told Ridge what happened and so, and this is how this is how you know that she was never going to say mm-hmm. anything was um, the only reason why she decided to tell Ridge was because she knew that Quinn knew, and she knew that Quinn was going to use it. Yeah, because just yeah, just say like you said, and actually that would have gave Quinn more leverage if we kind of bounce back to that whole thing, right? Quinn would have got more leverage by acting like she ain't know nothing about it. Because now there's this video out here and it would have been having Brooke crazy in the head. Who knows where this video come from? 
You know what I'm saying? I kind of wish they had went that route because then mm-hmm. Brooke would have been in circles. Oh my God, who knows about this? It's not just me and Bill. Donna now knows. And like you said, if she didn't know where it came from, she probably wouldn't have said anything. Oh, it'll just, because remember, before the video even existed yeah, or were. put on the digital thing, saying, oh, Bill and Brooke wasn't going to say anything. Women. We're not going to speak about this again. She didn't. She even had no plans on telling the truth to her sister. Nope. She had no proof, you know, telling her anything, and I mean, telling them anything. And um, it, it's just interesting that that's how you know how they wanted to write this thing i kind of wish that there's so there's a whole lot of ways mm-hmm. to make this story a lot more interesting than what it is because it's interesting but to make it even more interesting yep. if they had to say quinn like i don't know what you're talking about yeah you you did this video uh no i was at the exactly. house with eric the night about? of no the thomas and zoe about. wedding so what are you talking about yeah you didn't send this video? What video? Let me see it. You know, but yeah. if they really wanted to make this interesting because Brooke would have been scrambling. Or she would have been scrambling trying Quinn to figure this out. <clears throat> but, okay. Thinking that Quinn was the one that did it. And then Quinn could have just gone to Erica and be like, I don't know what to do with this information. Just accuse me of recording her and Bill kissing. Oh, I don't know gosh, what to do with this information. Yes. But I thought you should know because Bridge is your son. Mm-hmm. And then Quinn wouldn't have looked like the bad guy that she will when, you know, they mm-hmm. find out that she uploaded that video to the frame. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So, you know, the um, the next thing that, you know, Ridge was like, well, um, yeah, we can talk about this later. You know, that's fine. He, he said, right. I won't spend time with you at the end of this party anyway. He was thinking of something else, not of having this conversation. So he looked at, he asked about the digital video and he was like, what's up with that? And and they was like, Oh, I think it's broke or something. The videos are gone and I didn't know what to do with it. And, you know, Ridge is like, he stepped off to the side because here's the thing. What if he tried to reset that video (laughs) in front of her? She wouldn't try to stop him. (laughs) You know, so it was interesting how they had Ridge walk off to the side and like, okay, let me pull out my phone. I'm going to reset the everything. And, oh, yeah, the videos are back. Okay, we good. So it was hilarious. It was so funny. Bridget walks in and like, hey, you know, they're like, I got a surprise for y'all. Bridget's home. And I think who was With that what? brought on by Ridge? Did he surprise her? Bridget bring coming I, home or did or was this a surprise on everybody? Well, no, Bridget I said thought she it was, was in town Ridge for bringing her home a convention, and then she said that she called. She said she called Brooke oh, and Bridge to go to dinner, and they okay. invited her to the party. So I think I think Brooke and Bridge knew that she was coming home, but everybody else. Didn't oh, know. okay, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Well, she shows mm-hmm. up. Well, like I said, I think she's attached to a different storyline. But anywho, um, the thing is, is that, you know, 
they start toasting and, you know, Eric and Ridge come in and, you know, Brooke looks at, at Quinn, I mean, Eric and Ridge, Quinn and Eric come in and Brooke looks at <laughs> Quinn and they look at each other like, mm-hmm, yeah, because she was standing there when, when uh, Quinn and Eric showed and, up, she you was know, Donna's, Bill, telling Bill uh, that Donna knows uh-huh. about their kids. <laughs> Mhm, mhm, yeah, and so you know Donna's still over in the right. corner twitching like she gotta go to the bathroom, like, oh my God, what am I gonna do? you know, and so they Katie make this big people. toast and everything, and next thing you know, yeah, and so the next thing, cause I thought you know Donna is giving her um giving <laughs> Brooke the eye like look. It's the, the video, the, the the video, the digital camera, uh, picture frame is back on. You need to look, and then the picture of the video of, of Ridge. I mean, of um, um, uh, Bill and 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 Brooke and they're kissing and whatnot. And so, I didn't know who <laughs> was going to discover it first. What but is you that? Know, you notice who discovered, <laughs> right? Yes, yeah, she said, "What is that?" <laughs> Oh my God! I, I was like, okay, that's the coolest thing ever, because now but Steffi to be can honest, say, "Don't you ever um, come to me about this has anything." With Brooke and Bill before, where they had a the full on affair. She thought, remember, she mm-hmm. thought that she had gotten pregnant by him, or mm-hmm. I think she did get pregnant, but yeah. So they had a uh-huh. full on she, affair at one point. She did. She lost um, the when baby. he was still married to Katie mm-hmm. or with Katie. So then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The whole thing with um when the whole thing with Steffi and Bill happened, when they had they didn't have a full on affair, like it wasn't an emotional affair. There was nothing going on between them until that night when um when Bill showed up at um mm-hmm. where Steffi was at after Steffi had already told him, I don't want to be bothered, I wanna be alone, you know, leave me alone. Bill showed up anyway, knowing that Steffi was upset and they slept together. She was she was in a vulnerable state, just like Brooke is claiming mm-hmm. now that I was vulnerable because I was mm-hmm. upset about Thomas. Um, but you also before have had an actual affair with Bill. Steffi never did that. So the her treatment of Steffi during this that mm-hmm. whole you know incident Correct. between her and Bill was she was dead wrong. Because, um, lady, did you not mm-hmm. remember some years ago when you had an affair with this man? Like, you had yes, a real affair with this man. It wasn't just you having an affair with him. You betrayed your own sister. I Yes, yeah, Steffi betrayed Liam, mm-hmm. but Steffi exactly. didn't betray um, a sister or, you know, somebody close to her like you did. <clears throat> yeah, you slept with... I mean... Honestly, and granted, you know, I, I got to oh, give yes. it to the Brooke fans because you guys are ride or die. You don't care what she does. Right. It's, it, it, there's no wrong when it comes to her. The thing is, Brooke, Brooke has an, a history. Brooke has a history of sleeping through all the forest of men, sleeping with Mm-hmm. You know, men that are involved with her sister, with her daughters. I mean, seriously. So, 
for those same people who criticize Steffi and, you know, even in mm-hmm. the past criticized some of the other characters like Taylor and maybe even, you know, um, I think they were, you know, Ivy and when she was, my thing is Brooke has done a lot. Granted, she is a pinnacle of the show, but she also has a history which yeah. is why Stephanie used to always say what she would say about Brooke. So, I mean, you know, like I say, you know, when you got that type of fan yeah. base that ride and die, even, I gotta get even in this situation, like, I don't even, die. I don't even really care that she, <laughs> you, know I mean? you know, betrayed Ridge with mm-hmm. his enemy. He, you know, he hates. He cannot stand Bill. I think what mm-hmm. what annoys me is that she did this to her sister again. Exactly. That's the biggest piece that everybody's missing because they're calling Riz a hypocrite. They are dragging him in the, in the, in the groups saying, Oh, Riz, look at you. You was just kissy face with Sean on blah, blah, blah. Okay. He was wrong because I mean, granted the first kiss was, he was drunk. He didn't know what was going on. That's on Sean. But when she moved on to the Forrester property, staying in that little house that Steffi was staying in, and yeah. Ridge was over there kissy-facing with her, he was sober. That's on him. You know? So, was Ridge wrong? Absolutely. The difference her is... Sister. is Th- that that's my whole issue with this, is that it was her sister. She betrayed her own sister. Damn Ridge, because, yeah, Ridge is, he, you know, he, he's had his you know, own little mishaps. With Shana, so yeah, he probably doesn't really have room to to talk. Mm-hmm. Other than the mm-hmm. other than the fact that she did this with Bill of all people, who he hates. Not saying that that's excusable, but she knows that mm-hmm. he hates Bill. Bill is her ex. Her and Bill have it's history. Not. Shana and Rich don't have history. Um, mm-hmm. Shana wasn't, you know, Brooke's mortal enemy. It's not. It's not really the same. Yeah, yeah I mean, Shauna wasn't ever pregnant by him or any of that other. Yeah, like the relationships are different. Earlier, there, but she was pregnant yes, by Bridget this man. Doesn't really have, he doesn't have too much room to talk. Katie, on the other mm-hmm. hand, who everybody seems to be other. Well, let's say Brooke seems to be forgetting because everybody has to bring Katie up to her. Quinn had to bring up Katie's name when she confronted Quinn about it. Um. And even when, after, you know, they found out at the party, Rich had to be the one to say, you not, you know, not only did you betray me, but you betrayed your sister. Bill, you betrayed your wife. I don't think Brooke had mm-hmm. said one thing about Katie after that video mm-hmm. came up. She was just concerned about Rich being mad at her and concerned about her marriage. Nope. Nope. Yep. And that that was key too, because mm-hmm. like you say, Ridge is he done his dirt too. But the right. you should have been for begging for forgiveness to your own blood sister. You should have been like, you know what, I'm so sorry, blah blah blah. But here's the part that I wanted to touch on a little bit about Eric. Explain Eric said, what? <laughs> Everybody be quiet and let her explain. Right. I'm like, are you serious? Explain what? And so, if I was looking at Quinn, you know, 
granted, you know, she living in that big house with that dude, but I would right. rather be in a shack than be married to somebody who don't support me. You know what I'm saying? Because when my if if, if my guy was there talking about, oh, just let her explain why she did what she did. I, my head would flip around like, what? And that's what he always does with her. <laughs> he allows her to... That's He allows her to explain her way out of the dirty things that she's done. He has always, he has always done that with her. And it's, oh, it's so... It's so... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's It's pathetic to me. Yeah. It's pathetic. It it is. You know, I mean, honestly, at what point does Ridge be like, okay, look. Now, granted, she was, Mm -hmm. you were cheating on Stephanie back, OG Stephanie back in the day with her and blah, blah, blah. And you might even feel some type of regret like, man, Mm -hmm. I can't be a hypocrite because I did some things with Brooke myself. Okay. But we at 2020 now. Okay, so right. at what point are you going to be like, what point do you just sit your butt down do somewhere and be happy with the man that you're with? And if you're not happy with that man, then break up, then divorce him. Because, because think about it like this too, Keisha, is that when Eric say things like that, Brooke is taking a mental <laughs> note. Like, see, he he's not really on me. I can always go to right. him. Because he's not going to be hard on me for my behavior. You know. That's also should be a red flag to Quinn because it, when it does find, and I'm, I'm so hoping this is probably going to be part of my flip the script segment. I hope that he holds her accountable and say, look, you know what, Brooke? You've been up in here with my wife about her friend kissing her husband your husband or whatever, but you turn around and do the same thing, come on. I don't see that going yes. that way. I see him saying, Quinn, what you do that for? I expect better from you. I want you to take the high road. Right. No, right. you need to put some accountability on your ex, your your kid's mama. So, anywho, it all gets blown out. Oh, oh and what's your, about you know, before we move on, what's your thought about you know, about um, that. just like I was saying before, he's mm-hmm. he's, he, he's pathetic when it comes to Brooke. He allows her to get away okay. with whatever she does, and I, he, it's going to happen again. They're going to they're going to accept the I was in a vulnerable state excuse mm-hmm. that she you know that she always gives. I was vulnerable. It's funny that that should work for always you. It's not allowed to work mm-hmm. for anybody else. It wasn't allowed to work for Steffi when she had her vulnerable moment with Bill after, you know, exactly. finding out that. Hip- and she had a legit vulnerable moment because she had just found out that um, Liam and and Sally kissed each other. You were, you were not vulnerable. You've been and doing Sally. this thing with Thomas for mm-hmm. how many months now? Mm-hmm. And part of it is right. your fault. So you and your where, I don't, I'm not understanding where that vulnerability was at during that moment. <laughs> so, Girl, that's just yeah. an excuse. That's I, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Eric is just he's going to do <laughs> it. Everybody excuse. else is going to do it, Brooke, and just but then, sweep it under the rug, and everybody's going to be on Bill's back about what happened.
Yeah, so now that leads us into Bill because oh, Bill had the nerve to get cocky with Ridge and was like, you know what, why you was got your head stuck up in your basically in your son's butt and trying to be, you know, um, an advocate for him. I was there to listen to Brooke. I was there to console her. Things exactly. just happened. Because if once again, Katie, what he was I'd doing. looking like, well, really? Covering for Brooke. Nobody gave us, he didn't give a thought to what Katie was thinking back there. He should have turned around to his wife and said, let me explain. Or let can we go talk about this? Or can you please hear me out? I, mm-hmm. I don't think he looked at Katie one time until Katie yeah. talked. Yeah, why are you defending right. Brooke to Ridge? You need to be defending yourself to your girl. Yep. You just kissed her sister. I mean, this is a repeat of history, you know. It, and when Ridge, <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, Ridge yeah. socked was him. Funny. I was, and his hand was hurting. Like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> was cracking up. I was like, oh my god. I said he must have had a hard head. That was so funny. But, you know, it, it led into Brooke begging and pleading, you know, and I, I just think it was horrible on Eric's part to what he said. It was horrible on Bill's part for defending Brooke and his behavior instead of saying, you know what, y'all go handle that. I need to deal with Katie. He did not do that. Right. Katie was back there begging like, I can't believe this is happening again. You two are at right. this again, and then y'all still trying to deal with Ridge? No. So, the only other piece that's left is, there was this big question on the board, is um, why did she not rat out Queen? Yeah, because Ridge asked her, Okay, yeah, we got cut off. So, um, the question was, why did, um, when Ridge asked, where did the video come from? Who recorded that? How, you know, who was the source? Brooke looked over at Quinn, and Quinn basically looked like what? And she just blew past Mm -hmm. that. So, a lot of people is like, I don't understand, in the groups, I don't understand why Brooke didn't just blow the whistle on Quinn? I have my theory. I'm going to let you start. What's your theory? I don't I don't know that I have a theory other than they just didn't was Quinn at the moment. But I make no mistake. Brooke is going to tell them that Quinn was the one that uploaded that video. Okay. I just don't know why she didn't do it at that point. Here's my thought. I think in that moment she was playing chess, not checkers. And so, and I could be off base, but I'm like, oh, she's thinking on her feet. She's going to hold this information because she's trying to clean up. She's doing damage control right now. Once she feels that she can get um, Ridge back on board and straighten out this thing with Katie, which most everybody normally forgive her. And that's what she's banking on. Like you just said, they'll they'll forgive her in five minutes. Mm -hmm. She's hoping for that. Once Mm -hmm. she get the forgiveness that she thinks she's going to get, then that's when she's going to be like, you know what? All this mess was caused because 
she did this. So she's doing damage control right now. I think I could be wrong. We'll see what's, what's coming up in the next week or two. But I honestly think that she's holding on to that because she needs to clean up and get the forgiveness that she needs first. Because everybody's emotional right now. All they yeah. see right now is what her and Bill her and Bill did in their cabin. Even so if she kind of, go ahead. So to kind of be like a I don't I don't want to say blackmail thing, but basically if Quinn doesn't fess up to being the one to mm-hmm. upload that video to the frame and that's Brooke her leverage. Eric, mm-hmm. Yeah, and Brooke tells Eric before Quinn does, then it's gonna yeah, it's gonna not it's not gonna end up good for Quinn. Right. So she basically did a reversal on the blackmail because now yes. she got a secret that she can hold over her. So and she gonna hold that you know, if if you are a spades player or card player, you hold that ace card in your back pocket until you're ready to use it. That's basically what I think Brooke is doing right now. It's like, you know what? I'm not going to blow you blow you out the water. I'm going to let you sit and marinate because now I know. And I, I'm going to clean up all this around me because they'll forgive me. Your husband even wants to give me, uh, uh, want me to give an explanation. So, you know what? I'm going to clean up. I, I take care of Ridge. I'm going to even take care of my sister. And my sister might be mad at me for a while. She's banking on getting Ridge back in. Yeah. Because once she already know, um, she already know Eric is not going to look at her any differently. She Once she feels that, you know what, I can get Ridge back in, then I'm going to come for you next. So we'll see. We'll see how this all, you know, yeah. if that's how the writers did it. I could be wrong. Maybe Brooke don't know what to do with that. Or Quinn might want up her with something else. I don't know. We'll see in the next few weeks. But um, that's pretty much where it left off for the bold and the beautiful this week. So did you have anything else for this week with either Sally or Brooke? Um, No, just again, the whole that when she said the line about I was vulnerable as Mm -hmm. her excuse, it just immediately made me flash back to how she treated Steffi after they found out that Steffi and Bill slept together. Okay. It's where Steffi was actually vulnerable over a situation that happened with Liam, between mm-hmm. Liam and Sally. Mm-hmm. And and Steffi, not one time during that whole um, incident, excused what she did or make excuses for what she did. She owned up to it. She said, I, I, I made a mistake. I was wrong. It wasn't Bill's fault. He didn't take advantage. I knew what I was doing. And here you got Brooke now that can't even take responsibility for a kiss saying that she was vulnerable yep. over a six-month-old situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't even something that had happened. Had she done that, like, two seconds after she found out that Thomas, or not Thomas, that um, Ridge and Shauna kissed each other? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That would be understandable. I mean, still dead wrong because you betrayed your sister. But yep. that would be more understandable than her using the excuse of being upset about Thomas for the one thousandth time. Yeah, and then the lame, and then read. and then the lame excuse to Bill come back defending Brooke. You know yeah. that is, I mean, it was to me that ain't the next move to go to when you just kiss this woman's your girlfriend is her sister. 
Right. And or your kid's mother is is her sister. You go in instead of saying, you know what, Katie, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. You go in defending and getting mad at Riz for not standing up for her. Oh, no. Your loyalties are in the wrong place, dude. Exactly. <laughs> so, But that's yeah. how this show seems to go. Is, is these mm-hmm. men just, Brooke is the only thing that matters to them. Yeah. And they make excuses. Yeah. I, I honestly hope that Riz go running for the hills and look for Shauna and say, you know what? I made a mistake. My wife is this. But eventually, as Brooke said, you are my destiny. And well, if it's not in six months, it's a year from now, Riz and Brooke will probably be back where they were again. Yeah. So, all right. So we're going to do this um, flip the script segment and then we're going to end the show. So from Young and the Restless, which would you flip the script on? I'm not sure that I had to flip the script for Young and the Restless. Um, other than, well, I guess the flip the script on Tessa and Mariah is too late because they officially got back together. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that uh, Tessa was going to stick to her guns and not take Mariah back. And I thought that she had, I thought she had put her foot down mm-hmm. last week when she basically told Mariah off. Um, but we see that that didn't happen. Um, so, but other than that, as far as young, young and the restless is concerned, I don't, I didn't really have one script for them this week. Okay. And what about, um, bold, um, bold and beautiful. My flip the script would be to Eric and everybody else who seems to be, um, consistently and always making excuses for Brooke. Mm-hmm. is to not make excuses for what she did and actually hold her accountable. Yep. For for um kissing Bill. Okay. Cool. Which Donna has already broken that one. Mm-hmm. So I, I Pretty to, much. I have to rely on everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> My flip the script on the young and the rest is again it goes back to Adam. And that he walk away from this plan and figure out another way to show how he can prosper on his own away from Newman. I I, I think I said that the previous week. Mm -hmm. I really want him to abandon this plan because if, in fact, Victor did what he did, even though it's he took a man's life, but he protected his mother and him. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I want him to abandon that plan, and Chelsea need to be quiet. Seriously. Um, and then on bold, if I, I they need to hold Brooke accountable. I, I mean, and that especially Eric. If anybody in that room, because him being the patriarch of that family, usually even if it take a little bit of time he has a big influence on how nice he is and how he view the world he usually have a way of influencing the family on the direction of how people see somebody so i kind of want him out of everybody to say you know what brooke you was wrong this time i have had your back yeah for so long and i even gave you a pass when it came to my wife yep you know, but you you need to take accountability for this one and don't come to me talking about how you slipped up and made a mistake. 
I don't want to hear it. So, but I don't, that would be my flip the script. <laughs> yeah, I would, uh, I would enjoy, I think of all the people, like you say, Eric is the one that always, always has Brooks back, regardless mm-hmm. of what she did. So I think of all the people that I want to hold her accountable and like, actually, I don't want to say put her in her place. I feel like that sounds demeaning, but the meaning, mm-hmm. um, but like just be straight up honest with her about her behavior is mm-hmm. Eric because I think that's, I think hearing it from him would hit home the most for her. Exactly. Because she is always the one that he runs, that she runs, he is always the one that she runs to when she's got some kind of drama or dilemma or something going on because his opinion means so much to her. Mm-hmm. And it, and I also think, you know, his opinion and the fact that he he don't hold high judgment in, what, in her behavior. It's like, I understand. Mm-hmm. And I know you made a mistake. And it'll be okay. But you got, you know, it's not, Brooke, really. You did this again. Right. How many times, how many mistakes is she going to be allowed to make before they just tell her off <laughs> yeah yeah I, and again like you kind of mentioned they've added you know another Logan to the show so we got we got Katie Donna's been on screen even more of Brooke you got Hope you got Ashley and I mean Bridget and then you got Flo now yeah and I think that's more than the Spencers on the show, and that's more than the Foresters that's on the show. Yeah, it is. They've got the most. They got the most because the only if it's, is it a budget thing with Bold and Beautiful? Like why? Why do they? Why are they not looking into bringing in more Foresters? Yeah, bring, bring a Felicia back. back or bring somebody. All bring them I've all never, back. I've never understood why Felicia and um, is her name Chris, Kristen. I think so. Mm-hmm. Kristen, why Felicia and Kristen never, they never really had a big role in the show. I think there was like one uh, one point in time where each of their characters was on the show for um, a stable period and then it was like they just disappeared and you only heard about them in conversation here and there. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's they had uh, Ivy Forrester, bounced her off. They yeah. had Allie bounced her off. Thorne came back, you know, a year and a half ago. He's gone. There's no force. The only foresters there is, and I don't even know what Thomas is. I don't even know how they ended that. What happened to him? Did he leave town? Did he, is he in hiding? They just walked him out the door and we have just not seen him again. No explanation. You know, I mean, so the only foresters on the screen right now is Eric, Ridge, and Steffi. That's mm-hmm. it. And you, if if you want to add Kelly in there, but Kelly's a Spencer. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I mean, other than that, it primarily the show is Logan's, and you got the only other Spencers is, um, you know, Wyatt, Bill, and and Liam. You know, and then you sprinkle Sally in there, and then you sprinkle Quinn and Shauna in there. So I don't know. I they 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 need to balance this out. Bring Steffi some girlfriends. Do she even have any girlfriends at work? No, she doesn't. 
they don't have they they don't have any like on screen or even like her talking about female friends. Um, I mean, if you look at Hulk, yeah, I mean Sally, I guess. Exactly. Look at just Flo and and Hope. Flo got her mamas and aunties, and even I mean Flo, um, Hope got her mom and her aunties, and even Flo, even though she's not that connected to the Logan family, she still she got be. her mama. Yeah, and she will be. Well, she got her mama and she got Queen. And she got Quinn and Katie because Katie then gave her a reprieve. Yeah. You so know? eventually that the the Logans are going to like fully accept her. So then she'll have all of them, her mom and Queen. Exactly. You know, whereas when basically, you know, Steffi had her father and once she go home, it's just her and Kelly. Right. I mean, give some balance to the show by you know, bringing some cousins or something over that's not crazy. Her brother was crazy. Allie was crazy. You yeah. know, they wrote the Ivy. Po- Ivy kind of turned a little psycho for a little bit. Exactly. In the Bring some quality characters to add to the Forrester family to give us some balance so that when Hope does decide, because Hope is going to change. She played nicey-nicey with Steffi right now. Right. Because because Liam is coming home, but it's going to change where they're back at odds with each other. They continually to reverse this thing. Give Steffi some allies. You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, give her cousin or uh, or a, a best BFF. Even Thomas got a friend <laughs> with <Right>. Vinny. <laughs> give Steffi some some support on screen. You know what I mean? So. That's just my rant today on that whole thing. Yeah. Did you have anything else? No. Nope, okay. I said everything I want to say. All right. Well, this was a great show. We look forward to next week to see how this whole thing unfolds with Adam and Victor on The Young and the Restless and this whole explosion. And then seeing what the Foresters are going to do and even Katie and all of them are going to move forward after this reveal of the Bill and Brooke kiss. I want to thank all of you guys for listening. Our fan base here in the United States, our Canadian fan base, our Australian fan base. We really appreciate you coming on and listening to our podcast. We look forward to bringing you great content every week. You can check us out, um, so CBS Soap Dish Recap on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Speakers, um, and we're on several other uh, platforms as well. There's a list of them on the Anchor episode, so you'll see them there. I, I'm, um, I post them in the groups. And I appreciate you, Keisha. It was a blast. I love being able to share dialogue about the soaps with you. So I really appreciate you being on the show as well. You guys, no problem. You guys be safe out there. Remember to um, social distancing, look out for each other. Even if you can't be with them in person, video chat, call. Even Messenger, you can message, uh, go into a video chat on Facebook Messenger, or if you have Apple, you can do this with um, FaceTime. Whatever ways that you can still keep in contact with each other, as the hashtag say, we all are alone in this together. So look out for each other. Be safe. Stay healthy. 
and we'll see you guys and talk to you guys next week. Right, Keisha? See you next week. Yep. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.